Hello and welcome to the Mind Springs podcast with me, Alastair Appleton. I hope you enjoy what you hear, and if you'd like to find out more about us, then visit mind-springs.org. So I wanted to just um, touch a little more on uh, what we were talking about this morning about the three yanas, the three different quite schools, but strands of Buddhism, because really they all weave in together. They're not like the ones get superseded by the next one. They're all present practice. But they have a different they have a different uh, way of holding uh, compassion, this this experience of uh, loving kindness, generosity, these these qualities. As I mentioned uh, the early schools of Buddhism are really about extinguishing the negative factors. So just not being me, not being greedy, being violent, lying. And this has a great efficacy, sort of kind of, especially in advanced Buddhist practitioners like, oh, you know, that's, that's for beginners. But actually, uh, the, the skill of just Seeing what you're doing as being negative and stopping doing it is uh, is incredibly powerful. It's like uh, Bob Newhart sketch. Bob Newhart sketch, where he's a psychiatrist. This Bob Newhart was early days of Saturday Night Live. She comes in and he's got a big desk, like he's sitting behind the desk, and she goes, "Are you the psychiatrist?" And he goes, "Yes." She goes, "Oh, I." I wonder if you could have, he says, yes, I probably, and she says, oh, well, I, I had this, um, this kind of, he says, well, before you go on, I'd just like to say that this is probably not going to take very long. And she goes, oh, really? no, he says, no, it's very simple. My, my way of working is very simple. She goes, oh, so he says, no, so go on. She goes, well, I have this really irrational fear of being buried in a coffin. And he goes, okay, stop there. And she goes, oh. And he go, opens this box and he takes out this bit, of pe- this bit of paper and on the paper it says, just stop it. <laughs> and she goes, oh, but no, he says, no, no, really, just stop. She goes, yeah, but, you know, obviously my mother was, you know, really claustrophobic and I, no, 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 really, just stop. And he's going, <laughs> there's something actually incredibly uh, helpful about just saying stop it. To yourself, not always the best advice to others. But uh, and this, in some ways, the kind of the clear cutting of the of the Hinayana is just don't, don't go on lying, don't go on hurting people, don't be mean, don't say those things, don't act like your mother, whatever it is. So there's a there's a great power in, in saying no to yourself. And then the Mahayana is really more about cultivating the, the positive qualities. So, six parameters, generosity, severance, meditation, wisdom. So, it's generating these positive qualities and nurturing the seed uh, of Buddha nature. This is married with the philosophy of emptiness, this notion that actually our way of thinking about the world is, is misguided. And then the, 
the much more radical version in, uh, in the Vajrayana is actually to, it's called like the path in the fruition. The fruition is the path. It's actually just to say you're already a Buddha. You're already radiant and enlightened. You've just forgotten. Along the way, you've just forgotten the fact. It's not like you're going to have to work for 900 lifetimes to get there. You just need to wake up, remember. And there's a lovely phrase from Ajahn Amaro, who interestingly is a Theravada teacher, and he talks about forgettery. So what are many lifetimes of suffering, human rebirth, has taught us is to forget. Forget that in our very core we are already these radiant, compassionate beings, radiating love, kindness, tenderness, joy, equanimity, all the time, like a burning, raging fire, like the sun, shining constantly without pause but that we have forgotten and that it's a mental thing. It's what we do with our mind. We forget and we are trained to forget by our, the world we live in, by being human, by the culture we live in, by our parents, by schooling, by this constant forgettery. And... Uh, William Wordsworth says the same thing in his Intimations of Immortality. He says that we, when we're children, we sort of remember. We remember this vivid sense of being uh, awake and enlightened and loving. And then we sort of, it kind of drifts away. He says, like trailing clouds, drifts away. And so the, the kind of, one of the many radical aspects of the Vajrayana practice is tantric practices is just to cut through and wake up and remember that we are already a Buddha. It's like we need an antidote to this forgettery. And the antidote is meditation. And what meditation does is we sit down and we remember. And there are lots of very elaborate practices how we do that, but that's essentially what we're doing is we remember that we're already awash with compassion and love for the world. And you may think well, that sounds like baloney, but the thing is that you're already convincing yourself that you're not. That's just, that's just a fantasy too. You're telling yourself, oh, I'm rubbish, oh, it's not true for me. But that's just your mind telling that story. So what the, those brilliant practitioners are suggesting is that you tell a story that is actually more veridical, that's more aligned with your true nature, and see what happens. And what happens is the Dalai Lama, that's what happens. People, you start to shine that through and see it in other people. It's not just that you're a Buddha, everybody's a Buddha. Everybody is like a sun shining out this radiant light. They've forgotten too. And so our task is not just to, for us to remember, but also for everybody to remember. And in some ways, that's the whole, what's what we're doing. 
all these practices, all this kind of huffing and puffing and sitting, frustrating, whatever we do in our practice, is just remembering uh, that we're already enlightened, already full of love. We are rapturously in love with the world and everybody in it, including ourselves. So it's, it's a very radical uh, way of thinking about compassion because very often we think about, oh, well, I've got to work on it. I've got to, like, tiss my self-compassion. I need to rearrange my life to make myself, my life more compassionate. I need to, you know, work with a therapist, become all my traumas. This is suggesting that actually, like Bob Newhart, stop. Stop forgetting. Remember. And that has a, a radical effect. And in some ways, this is what we're going to be exploring on, on this, this week's retreat, this more direct way of remembering and trying it on for size, seeing whether we can sit with that and feel it starting to peek through the gaps, that sunshine, as we start to identify it more and more, becomes more and more second nature. Which is imagine what happens with someone like the Dalai Lama. They stop getting. So when we do all of these practices and we come to the seat, done our, our practice at the beginning, our energy work, this is what we're sitting with. This is what I'm encouraging you to sit. The possibility that when we clear all the debris, what's left is a radiant Buddha energy. Place Buddha by whatever word you feel comfortable. And perhaps uh, with practice, many repetitions of that glimpse, it becomes more and more convincing. You stop thinking of it as a fairy tale, but actually, it actually starts to change the way we see the world. We see the world through the eyes of life. Just None of you look very convinced. <laughs> Thank you for listening, and please do join us again for more podcasts from MindSprings. You can find out more about us and our work at mind-springs.org. That's mind-springs.org.